Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's Podcast. Touchdown, Tiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by Wonkley Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. A production of GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Intercepted. Rondé Barber to the pylon. Touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Rondé. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. The band is back together and just in time for kickoff of the 2022 NFL season. What is up? Welcome to betting with the Barbers, powered by Superbook Sports. Ron Kruk joined by the stars of the show, the New York Giants, all-time leading rusher, Tiki Barber, and Super Bowl 37 champion with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Rondé Barber. Guys, happy football season to you. So good to be back with you both. I'll tell you what, I spent three games doing preseason, and I'm ready for the regular season. But three <laughs> games is like one too many, maybe. So let's go. I mean, it's a preseason, yeah. so you really don't know, you really don't know anything or care about anything unless you're betting on the Ravens to win, which they always do. Otherwise, it's just <laughs> let's get to the real thing, man. And you guys know I'm doing WFN local, so guess what I've been talking about for the last three, four months? Mm. Baseball. That's it. I cannot <laughs> wait to talk some football. Uh, me either, guys. And you know, since a certain airline that won't be named. But, you know, they say they could unite the world. I don't know. Whatever. Couldn't get me to Nashville from Buffalo to see you guys. I feel like I haven't even had a chance to set up really what could be the craziest NFL season yet. I mean, so much went down in the offseason. So just give me 30 seconds to get us ready for week number one. Here we go. Here we go. And. Tom Brady retires and then unretires. Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. A.J. Brown to the Eagles. Matt Ryan to the Colts. Baker Mayfield to the Panthers. Deshaun Watson to the Browns. Carson Wentz to the Commanders. Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay. Kyler Murray gets an extension in Arizona but doesn't need to study. Von Miller to the Bills. Khalid Mack to the Chargers. Chandler Jones to the Raiders. And 10 new head coaches were hired. Did I miss anything? No, you got it. You got it all, man. This is a crazy year. There's nine NFL teams with new starting quarterbacks. That's that's the take. And the best thing about the NFL, I think I said this in the show that you missed in Nashville, the NFL has a way of making great matchups. And yeah. Denver with Russ playing at Seattle and Carolina with Baker playing at Cleveland. Cha-ching. <laughs> 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 so true. I mean, we are set for week number one, and, and it seems like every time uh, the NFL kicks off, that week one always provides some shockers. Last year, the Packers crushed by the Saints and the Bills losing to the Steelers. Uh, so as we kick off week number one, fellas, we also have 
10 home underdogs. It's insane. And we'll start the night off with uh, one of those home underdogs. As they come out, the NFL really comes out firing with a heavyweight showdown. Defending champion, the L.A. Rams host the team with the shortest odds to win Super Bowl 57. That's the Buffalo Bills on Thursday night. Current odds from Superbook.com. And, yes, I am in the Superbook here at the Westgate. Beautiful place. The L.A. Rams, guys, a home underdog getting two and a half points. Uh, this game started off earlier in the season as a pick em with money coming in on the Bills. So the defending champs, a home dog. Let's kick things off. Tiki, who do you like in this one? You know, this is a hard one because we know that the L.A. Rams went all in to win a Super Bowl. They spent all that money, got all those free agents to come. They had to because in Los Angeles, if you're not a winner, then people don't care. So they had to do what they had to do to win a championship. Uh, the Super Bowl champion in these type games usually wins, too, like to a tune of 80-something percent. So I'm shocked that they're an underdog, but that's understandable. Because the Buffalo Bills are desperate to win a championship, they have to do it now before Josh Allen's cap hit goes up to $39 million and this free money that they've had to build this roster goes away a, a little bit more. So I like the Rams simply because they're home, simply because they're still hungry, they're still pushing, and there's a lot of question marks in Buffalo. They've lost Brian Dable, who is now the head coach of the New York Giants. So it's it's a different, uh, Ken Dorsey is the offensive coordinator now. There's different motivation that goes on. They have a new offensive line coach. So all that consistency that kept Buffalo at the top of the AFC, it might have changed. So I like the Rams at home getting two and a half points. So give me the Rams. You know what, Tiki? I also like the Rams, but to that point of uh, Super Bowl champs winning uh, to start the season, it's easy to win to start the season because you just have that momentum, let's call it. Because we, I remember when I won, we went to Philly and you know beat the, the Eagles in the new vet or whatever that the heck it's called, Lincoln, Lincoln yeah, Stadium. Boy. Right. And then uh, reality hits. That's the hardest part about defending is the reality of doing it all over again and, and what it takes. But I tell you what, the NFL gave us a great game to start this season, man. It's I couldn't imagine a better game, to be honest with you. The team that won the Super Bowl, and the team that everybody expects to win the next Super Bowl. It's a perfect matchup to start. Uh, plenty of storylines, obviously. Vaughn Miller leaves the current Super Bowl champion to go to the predicted new Super One <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Uh, you got the best pass and total defense in the NFL uh, last year in Buffalo going against a top five offense um, in, uh, in L.A. But they got issues, right? You got a quarterback with a throwing, issue, throwing a right elbow issue. Uh, mm -hmm. You have a bunch of other variables that aren't really known for the LA Rams. So I, I see why they're getting two and a half here, especially when you consider that the bills, we talk a lot about their defense, that offense last year was number three, dude. They got Stefan Diggs, they added a running back and uh, uh, James Cook in the draft. Um, it's easy to see this, but I think like you said, Tiki, that the Rams covered this uh, at home, Cooper cup, they added Allen Robinson. Uh, and the one thing that's keep that keeps standing out of, again, for me against with this Buffalo defense, who are they going to get to cover? Uh, they yeah, have a rookie right. starting to hear Elam from UF, who actually looks like a stud, and a guy named yep. Dane Jackson, who, unless you really know the Buffalo Bills, you don't know who he is. I know Leslie Frazier will do something to protect those guys, but without Tredavious White, who's on PUP for at least the first four games, uh, I don't really trust him. And I know what Sean McVay does to these, these, uh, these type opponents. In fact, Sean McVay 
five seasons as a head coach has never lost an opening game. Well, yeah, that tells you a lot. But the other thing you got to think about, Rondé, is Josh Allen has been exceptional in people's minds. But there was a lot of inconsistency last year. When it got to the postseason, he was exquisite. Like, he was amazing. And everybody in Buffalo will talk about that 13 seconds against the Kansas City Chiefs. But Josh Allen was great. At some point, you worry about him not regressing, because I don't think he's going to turn into an average quarterback, but taking steps back, right? A guy who's not going to throw for 4,500 yards and rush for 750. Like, quarterbacks don't do that. (laughs) And he's been doing it pretty consistently. If he takes any step back from that, right, where does this Buffalo Bills offense go? And what does it look like? So those are the things that they got to figure out uh, and mitigate if it happens at some point. Here's what you're here's what you're saying about here's what you're saying about Josh. Is the weight too heavy? <laughs> There's a lot of weight. I mean, it might not be. It's he a lot of weight. It. He might be he might crush it given hey, get on my back, man. Let's go. Um, or he could fall. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Good points. Guys, you know I love stats. And uh this one stood out. Since 2004, the defending Super Bowl champs have hosted that Thursday night opening game. And in that time, the home team has gone. 14 and two. I mean, you can't go against that stat. Actually, I can, and I will. I'm going to go, I'm going to break this up. I think Buffalo's offense is going to roll. I think their defense will make it a tough start and night for Stafford. So I'm going to take the bills to circle the wagons, begin their run to the Super Bowl in the desert. Uh, I say a Buffalo will cover the two and a half. This is the time to get in and get in on the action. Get to Superbook.com, sign up, make a deposit, make a wager, and get in on the NFL action just before week number one kicks off. The second of our three national TV primetime games has Rondé's Bucks traveling to Dallas to face the Cowboys Is Tom Brady refreshed after 11-day preseason vacation? Have the Cowboys... (laughs) Put yet another bizarre playoff loss behind them. Big questions, fellas, in the Big D. The most current odds here at the Superbook at the Westgate. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the favorites coming into Big D. They are at minus two and a half. The over-under sitting at 51. Hey, Rondé, they're your team. You get the honors. Who do you like in this one? Well, these two teams played last year, and it's not the same team for either of these these uh, these teams. Last year, Dallas uh, scored late, if you guys remember. This was early in the season. You might not remember. And they gave Brady too much time, and guess what? Brady did what Brady always does. He goes down, scores last second touchdown, Bucks win. He is 6-0 and against the Dallas Cowboys. Think about that. 6-0. and He hasn't played him a bunch, but he's never lost. It's funny to me that the odds makers take all the offseason – uh, let's call it turmoil, that it's upending the Bucks. Yes, they lost some offensive linemen, but I think they feel good about it. And you, for me, you can't discount Tom Brady, no matter who's playing in front of him. They're the best bet in the NFC because everybody's doubting him. He was terrific last year. I said it all year. He should have won the MVP with the number of yardage, what he means to his team. And he's like the best quarterback in Tampa Bay history. He's only been there three years. So they got better in free agency. They got better in the draft. And for me... Uh, Buccaneers score 30 plus points every single year. And can Dallas's offense keep up with that? They don't have James Washington. They don't have Michael Gallup. Of course, they lost Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson in free agency. 
And for every other giggle, their tackle is out, and rookie Tyler Smith is starting. So, come on. I mean, I like Dan Quinn's defense from last year, and Mark, Michael Parsons is probably defensive player number one in the NFL. But I just don't see this team being able to keep up with the Buccaneers. There's a lot of speculation about what Dallas is going to be this year, and there is no speculation about what Tampa is going to be this year, and they're going to be a contender again in the NFC. Yeah, the other thing you can't not talk about, so I'm assuming, Rhonda, you're taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers laying two and a half, uh, right. just like I am, to be in agreement with you. I mean, we're agreeing a lot here in the beginning of the season. It's because the preseason is the only thing we have to judge off of, which means we have nothing to judge off of. So it's based on <laughs> a lot of emotion. And the thing that I can't not think about is the untalked about hot seat that Mike McCarthy is on. If mm. he and this offense should have another – dud when it matters most. I mean, they're going to win a lot of games because the division isn't very strong with Washington and New York Giants and Philadelphia Eagles may surprise some people. I think Rondé believes that the Eagles uh, could be one of those sneaky playoff teams, but they're going to win a lot of games because of their division. But when it gets to the point where it matters, is that pressure going to collapse upon them? Kellen Moore has been touted, the offensive coordinator, as the next great coming. But with that comes a lot of pressure. Dak Prescott has to be elite again. He's through for 37 touchdowns last year. He has to at least do that. Tony Pollard, who in some ways is usurping Ezekiel Elliott as the better back out of the backfield and then also uh, running the football, is going to have a lot of pressure on him. He led the league in yards per carry or yards per touch, I should say, from the running back position with 6.5. But when you look at this Tampa Bay team, where's their strength? Stopping the run. They've been number one in run defense for the last couple of years. So I think the pressure that is it's it's actual even if not you know uh, talked about a lot on this team makes the the dallas cowboys in a very susceptible position against the best quarterback that we've ever seen in a team that's in the tampa Bay buccaneers who are super bowl viable as long as tom brady is there what happened to the hey, battling tiki, Barber said, brothers when i said speculation tiki when I said speculation, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what she just said. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, no battling going on here, man. These, these early games, all. these are pretty, pretty straightforward. Well, I look at this game, and number one, Rondé, thank you for making me feel better about taking Tom Brady as my uh, fantasy football quarterback. Um, he's going to come back strong, as at least according to you, so I appreciate that. This game, to me, I, I like all the intangibles you talked about. Both of these teams is can their offensive line keep their quarterback standing up? I mean, both of them have some offensive line questions, especially Tampa Bay after losing Ryan Jensen to that uh, knee injury in the preseason. Uh, you know, he's 45 years old. He never moved around much. Tom Brady is not doing a lot of running. But on the flip side, Dak Prescott can, and I see him creating some opportunities. I think this is going to be a very close battle. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to once again disagree with you. I'm going to take the Cowboys plus the two-and-a-half points. Uh, we might as well start off this season right. Uh, either you two are going to be celebrating and me crying or vice versa. We got one more game to go here, man. You never know. The, the one caveat in this game, and I forgot to mention it earlier, did you guys watch Cavante Turpin in the preseason? This that played in is a, is a, oh, 
He's played in every league possible. And if there is one area of weakness, we never talk about special teams. On this Bucks team, it's been their special teams. Their coverage units have been a little shaky. They've had a lot of turnover. So if the way that kid played in the preseason, he could be a difference maker in this one. He's a joystick, man. He's a joystick <laughs> player. It's like, dude, he's from a video game. Um, and, and John Fossil, who is a special teams coordinator, is raving about him. John Fossil has been a pretty right. damn good special teams coordinator for a lot of years. All right, guys, the week one schedule comes to an end with a very intriguing matchup on Monday night football. Listen, no disrespect to Baker Mayfield, who's looking to get revenge on his old team, the Cleveland Browns, uh, after they basically kicked him out of town. But the top story of a quarterback returning to face their old team is the Broncos' new quarterback, Russell Wilson, returning to his old home in Seattle after 10 seasons to face the Seahawks and head coach Pete Carroll after a very strange split up there in Seattle. Current odds here at the Superbook at the Westgate have the Denver Broncos as a minus six and a half point favorite on the road. The total sits at 44 and a half points. Guys, this one opened up at four and the money has been coming in on Denver. <laughs> Tiki, who do you like in this one? I mean, Denver, not even, not even a question. I mean, Geno Smith is the starting quarterback for a bad Seattle team, that bad last year, that didn't get much better. I mean, maybe you drafted uh, Kenneth Walker to third for Michigan State, who was a stud. I don't know if he's going to translate to the National Football League. Yeah, they hang on to DK Metcalf and they bring in Noah Fant, but I'm not excited about Geno Smith. This is all Russell Wilson. How about this, Rondé, right? Russell Wilson is the first quarterback to start against his former team that he actually played in Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl 48. Uh, back in that was the one at MetLife Stadium well. in the 2013-14 season. So it's just it's just amazing the circumstances and the uh, the, the storylines around this game. Yeah. Really, why I like the Denver Broncos not just to cover the six and a half, uh, but do very well in the AFC West is because they have two really good runners. And Melvin Ingram, who is the fourth most, uh, or maybe fifth most active rushing leader uh, in the NFL right now, uh, uh, but also Javante Williams. They went for over 900 yards, uh, both of them, last year, which is rare that you see in the National Football League. And the reason I bring that up is because when was Russell Wilson the most successful in Seattle? When he had a great running game. And he's got a ton of wide receivers that we've talked about a lot. So I like Denver. I think their defense gets back on track. And Russell Wilson, even though he hasn't got votes for MVP, is, is he's easily going to be one of the better players uh, in the in the AFC this year. I believe he was at fourteen to one to be the MVP. Kind of intriguing. All right, Rondé, over to you. You like yeah. Denver? You going with Seattle? So. Uh... I'm, it's going to take me a while to get here on this one, so stick with me because I'm trying to find a reason to disagree with Tiki right now <laughs> for sake of betting with the Barbers. We need to disagree on something. It's so only I, week one, dude. It's okay. I we agree. can agree with one. I, what if I, I disagree? <laughs> okay, you're an honorary Barber. Okay, you, you can be that. Okay. Uh, look, Seattle are going to be a disaster. You asked why Russell Wilson gets split from this team that he's played for for 10 years is because they're in full rebuild mode. Now, they got good players, right? They got uh, DK Metcalf. They have Tyler Lockett. Uh, both the safeties are good. Jamal Adams, Quandry Diggs. And then there's the rest of the team. <laughs> your, your best bet right now is Geno Smith 
game manages and doesn't make any any mistakes. And if you watched him play at the end of last year when he filled in for Russ, the last game he actually played pretty well. Now, there's plenty of commentary about Russell Wilson and why he's gone, but the reality is he's going to a team that is almost ready to be a contender. You know this. They haven't been in the playoff in six years since they won a Super Bowl, right? And Russ is the guy anointed to take them there. Now, better team on paper, uh, offensive uh, 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 quarterback won't lay an egg. He's finally playing for an offensive-minded head coach, so he'll probably have some input in what he's going to do. But there's, there is something that, that bothers me, and it's only one thing. And it's I don't even know if it relates to this game, but it re- relates to Denver. they got a new co- head coach, in, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, who's a great guy. I think he's a great offensive mind. He's never been a head coach. They have a newbie defensive coordinator, uh, Ejero Evero, who was with me as a quality control guy at Tampa a couple of years ago. He's never called a play in the NFL. So on top of that, they didn't play any of their starters in the preseason. Dude, this is going to be – one of those games is going to be on Monday night. It's going to be sloppy as hell. It's going to be low scoring. It's going to be a ton of Javante and Melvin Gordon for, for for Denver. And I think they win the game. But for the for the sake of betting with the Barbers, I don't think they cover. I think this oh, is look at that. Rondé going with Seattle and Tiki going with Denver and that big minus six line. Uh, you're talking about Russell Wilson and not playing in the preseason. Well, as Alan Iverson once said, we're talking practice. <laughs> practice. <laughs> Sitting here talking practice. Preseason. He's Russell freaking Wilson, man. I don't think it matter. I think it will take some time for him to get sent up with some of the guys on offense. But exactly what you said, uh, Rondé, Javante Williams is going to be a beast this year. You bring in Gordon. It's a nice duo in the backfield. The Denver defense should get to Geno Smith, put some pressure on him. Listen, it's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. That's what they do in Seattle. But I think uh, it will be close. But I think Denver pulls away at the end and will win by a touchdown. After an absolutely crazy offseason, there are so many hot topics going into week number one. It's time for the hottest of the hot and Tiki's take. Tiki. Ron, I got to tell you, the AFC East is baffling. We know that the Buffalo Bills are now atop. The Miami Dolphins could be the second team. The Jets are going to be in the basement. But what about the New England Patriots who have dominated forever? Well, it looks like they're not even trying this year. <laughs> they have a, a defensive coach who is their offensive play caller, as well as coaching the offensive line. Joe Judge is a special assistant, kind of the assistant head coach, but maybe he's also calling plays. I'm confused. I know that Mac Jones had a very high completion percentage coming out of Alabama as a rookie, 68%. He was very efficient. I wasn't very explosive. They didn't put a ton around him. I'm very concerned about the New England Patriots this year. So one of two things is going to happen. They're going to suck, or Bill Belichick is going to have his last career masterpiece. It'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, the odds here at the gate for New England Patriots to win the AFC 30-1, to 60-1 to to win the Super Bowl. It's been a long time since you could get odds like that on the New England Patriots. Well, never to be outdone by his brother, Rondé has some thoughts to begin the 2022 NFL season as well. Let's enter into Rondé's Corner. 
All right, Ron, my, uh, my take is here is pretty defensive, uh, and that's defensive rookie of the year. Like most every year, it's always more exciting to talk about who's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. But for once, there was only one quarterback taken, and none of them are starters. The first four receivers uh, went to bad teams uh, with quarterback questions. Unless you consider Chris Olive going to New Orleans for Jameis Winston or Jameson Williams going to Detroit for Jarrett Goff, uh, I mean, who cares? This was a decidedly defensive top of the draft. First pick, Jacksonville, Trayvon Walker, Edge, UGA. Second pick, Detroit, Aiden Hutchinson, Edge, Michigan. Third pick, Houston, Derek Stingley, cornerback, LSU. Fourth pick, New Jersey, or New York Jets, <laughs> Sauce Gardner, cornerback, Cincinnati. And the fourth or the fifth pick, New York Giants, Kayvon Thibodeau, Edge out of Oregon. Now, it's really easy for Edge players to win defense of the year because it's the most plug and play position any in the NFL. All you got to do is go in there and rush the passer. You very, very, very rarely have to drop. You very, very rarely have to do anything but beat one guy. Like the last time that a cornerback won defensive rookie of the year was Marshawn Lattimore in 2017. Okay. This year, I think we got another one of those dudes, and it's it's Sauce Gardner. This guy gave up zero, and I mean zero, touchdowns in college. He's humble. He knows how to work. Watch the film on him, and the game does not look too big for him. So I don't know what his odds are going to be by the time this season ends, but he is my pick for defensive rookie of the year. That's a big one as he is sitting at 14-1. to 1. Sauce Gardner to win defensive rookie. Get down here to the Westgate and Super Bowl and get that bet. You heard it, Ronde. The countdown to kickoff of the 2022 NFL season is on. But before we get to the tailgate here at the Superbook at the Westgate, we're going to wrap it up with one of our favorite segments, either or. It's kind of like the wagering version of Would You Rather. Two wagers that you have to pick, either this bet or that bet. All right, guys, simple rules. Here we go. First one, regular season wins for the New York teams. New York football giants sit at seven total wins, and the Jets right now are at five and a half. Which one are you going with, either or? Giants that, you know, or the Jets? Honestly? I hate to be a hater, um, no, and it's, there's nothing to do with the Giants. But because Zach Wilson is currently out and Robert Sala is saying he might not be available to week four against the Pittsburgh the Steelers, I actually think Joe Flacco gives the Jets a better chance to win than Zach. So I, if I'm taking either the seven for the Giants or the five for the Jets, I think I got to take the, the five for the Jets. I just, I mean, I'm not trying to hate. I'm just being real. <laughs> I tell you what, you know what, Tiki and I have been apart for a long time, but we've never been in this much agreement ever. <laughs> I agree. This is I, unbelievable. I mean, I I don't trust the Giants quite yet because of their quarterback yeah. situation. And because of what you just said <laughs> about uh, Joe Flacco starting at quarterback and look, they had a great draft. I think they got the best corner in the draft in Saul Garner. They got a linebacker in Jermaine Johnson. They got a running back in Brees Hall. And then they signed Garrett Willis, uh, first pick, their first pick in the draft. They got better in the yeah. draft. This Garrett Wilson, is, you mean. Yeah, Wilson, yeah. This, team is gonna be, this team is going to be legit in a, at least a couple of years. And I think they're going to push 
towards well over five wins, maybe seven uh, this year. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I like the Jets, too. A better chance than the Giants getting seven or plus wins. You look at their schedule. They've got uh, New England, who could be down twice. The Lions, the Steelers, Jacksonville, the Browns. I think that they can get there. So I'm. let's go around the horn, all of us. Just feel the love here in Las Vegas. I'm going with the Jets, too. All right, let's go with our second bet. Uh, who wins the AFC North, guys? Leader in the clubhouse right now here at the Superbook at Westgate, the Indianapolis Colts at minus 150. And the defending champs, the Tennessee Titans, are next at plus 205. You're either taking the Colts or the Titans. Rondé, who you got? You meant the AFC South, by the way, not the AFC North. But in my opinion, you are correct. In my opinion, I think it's the Indianapolis Colts. The Tennessee Titans, no disrespect to the coach of the year last year, Mike Vrabel, their team is not as good as what the Indianapolis Colts have done in the offseason just by adding one player. Getting rid of Carson Wentz and bringing in Matt Ryan and adding that to the arsenal that they have on offense. I mean, Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be one of those guys that probably takes leaps and bounds this season because of who he has playing quarterback with them. Their defense is... I think probably one of the more underrated defenses in the NFL this year. And Gus Bradley going in as their defensive coordinator will, will, will ensure that. Now, when Shaquille, uh, don't call me Darius Leonard, gets back, they're going to be even better. But to me, this is, the, this is a team that's primed to win. And I think they probably win this AFC South running away. Once again, we have to agree. Now, I'm calling the Indianapolis-Houston Texans game this weekend. The Texans are bereft nice. of talent. The Jacksonville Jaguars are clearly rebuilding. They spent a lot of money, probably imprudently, uh, this past offseason in free agency. But they still have a second-year quarterback and a new head coach who's trying to put in a new system. So it's really between, as Rondé alluded to, the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. I hope that Derrick Henry gets back to 2,000-yard Derrick Henry. But the dude's had a lot of wear and tear, a lot of touches on his body. And if you're the Titans, the last thing you're going to do is give him 35 touches a game anymore going forward so yeah that means that you're gonna put a lot of pressure on your quarterback and i don't think there's a lot of faith in that kid and indy though they are deep uh the only issue offensively is your left tackle matt Pryor, who's never played it and he's he, he might be a little bit compromised to an immobile brian's backside however jonathan taylor is the stud of studs and running backs this season. And uh, Naheem Hines is his backup. They have good wide receivers, albeit young and unproven. I like the Indianapolis Colts as well as Rondé to win this division. North, East, South, West, whatever. Where if you got the Colts and you got the Titans, I'm going with the Colts as well, guys. I think that offense is going to hum. You have a very motivated Matt Ryan coming over. Uh, Pittman Jr. is going to be a stud at receiver. And I, I think Taylor, consensus number one back in the league right now. I like the Colts to take that step up and the Titans to take a step back. Well, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap up this first episode of betting with the Barbers week number one preview. Make sure to come see us right here at the beautiful Superbook at the Westgate Las Vegas or up at the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk, Colorado. 
We will be here all weekend showing the best college football and NFL games. Of course, you can always follow us at Superbook Sports on all social media platforms. Get to Superbook.com. Sign up today. Download the app and get in on the action. Guys, quickly, any final thoughts before kickoff? Let's go, Giants. Happy 22 betting. <laughs> I like them both, but I'm going, let's go Broncos. Oh, the casino window is open. You've been locked into the Betting with a Barbers podcast. 10-5, touchdown Tiki Barber. Presented by Superbook Sports. Featuring former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki and Rondé Barber. And featuring Ron Kruk. Subscribe, rate, follow, and review today and never miss out on the Barber Twins weekly betting advice. Tiki Barber takes it all the way, 62 yards. Rondé Barber broke up the play. Rondé Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.